Yo, what's up? This is Coach Jeff. Welcome to the DWA Podcast. Hey, young world. This is Coach Lee. Welcome to the GWA Podcast. Hey, what's going on, people? This is Coach Wooten. Welcome to the GWA Podcast. Hey, welcome back to another episode of the Golden Wings Academy podcast. Today's episode features Karen Kenyonis Smith, and we're going to be speaking about esports and what it means to today's youth. Hope you enjoy. Make sure you hit the like button and you subscribe to our YouTube channel. Enjoy the episode. Hey, welcome back to another episode of the Golden Wings podcast, the Golden Wings Academy podcast. Today, we have a really, really exciting uh, episode that I'm looking forward to. We're going to be speaking about esports. So in that vein, um, I have a guest today who is an expert on esports, everything esports. Her name is Cameron Kenyona Smith. Let's give it up. Welcome, Q. Welcome. Well, thank you so much for having me. I appreciate it. Yeah. You know, um, a quick disclaimer, Q and I go a long way back. She knew me before I had gray and uh, about 100 pounds ago. So we're all former co-workers in another life. And we don't need to speak about that right now. So, <laughs> But I really, really appreciate you joining us. Um, tell me, what is, e- well, first of all, get into who you are and why you're in this field. Okay. Well, I am a solutions coach in the esports realm. And I got into this because my son is into it. Okay. My son plays collegially and he plays on a contenders team. Okay. This is my baby son. My oldest son, he also does shoutcasting, which is traditional broadcasting. Right. That's so, great. I had to get into this because my son wanted to go to a college that had esports and his major. So I had to research. I had to look into it. I had no, no clue what I was doing. I knew nothing. There were no steps. There was nothing for me to even look at, for me to follow. And so we just kept looking for schools. We found about 50. Okay. Uh, We spoke to the coaches. He applied. You know, this was COVID time. So all the applications were free. So we took advantage of that and we applied to a lot of schools. We spoke to a lot of coaches and, you know, quickly we figured it out what we were, what we needed, you know? So let me ask you a question. What is a solutions coordinator? What do you do as a solutions coordinator? I help families find the right esports school. I do not promote any school over the other. I don't get paid for that. I tell the families the truth about each school and what they're looking for. Wow. And so you just got into this because your sons were interested and you figured you'd need to know more about it. So, I, I you know, for me, I, I am not that familiar with the esports world. I know that it is picking up steam. Um, uh, we have some students in the school that I work for who were very into it. They um, started a team. So, I mean, tell me, because 
the way where I'm from, I mean, you know, we played video games, right? So, you know, we started with, with Pac-Man. Yeah. yeah, man. <laughs> and uh, go to Coney Island or Rockaway Playland, you know. Yeah. But then mm-hmm. and when we started playing video games at home, I mean, they were just, you know, simple games. And, you know, we would play, you know, Call of Duty. And then when you were able to have multiplayer games, you know, we'd be up at night just as a way to relax. Right. And, you know, some people will look at it like, you know, hey, it's a waste of time and, you know, kids are getting lazy just sitting around. So so tell me exactly what esports is and how competitive it is and, you know, how how did it come about? Well, esports is really like competing in any electronic game that's structured for okay. one outcome through skill, not luck, not like you you got that lucky shot in the basketball you have to have the skills for that. It is highly competitive to get into it right now. Um, coaches in college are looking for players like crazy because it's, right now I have 637 schools that have an esports oh. program. And when we started, we could only find 50. And that's only in two years. So imagine in two years where it's going to be at. Wow. Now, when you when you speak about the colleges and stuff, are these like big name schools, like powerhouse schools? Oh yes, I mean all the Ivy Leagues have some type of club. The okay. HBCUs ha- have an um, amazing, amazing line of esports they're doing now because of an organization called um, Community, and it's spelled with an X instead of an O. Um, these young entrepreneurs got together, they saw a problem, and they start promoting esports in all of the HBCUs. Now, are esports regulated by the NCAA like any, um, you know, uh, power sport would be, such as football, basketball? Is there any type of governing body there that oversees several, esports? There are several types of tournaments that you could be in, but NACE is really the number one governing body okay. over it. Um, we do not participate in NCAA because our players, when they win the tournament, they keep the money. Wow. Okay. That's interesting. So when we talk about in terms of like prizes and cash prizes, I mean, what's a typical prize if you win a tournament? (laughs) Well, my son is going to be in one the end of this month where if their team wins, they'll get a hundred thousand dollars. Wow. Tell them Coach Wu could use a little, uh, you know, (laughs) his his uncle could could use a little help. Wow. That's amazing. That's amazing. So now that's as a team. Right. So it's 20000 each. Wow. So I, that's what I was going to ask. So that, that answers my question as, as far as how big the teams are. Mm-hmm. Now, I know this is an international thing as well because I've seen it on ESPN. I've seen it online. I know people use uh, platforms like Twitch and things like that. Mm-hmm. Um, is that something that your son is involved in also? Does he do international gaming, stuff like that? Is it different? He's done it before when he was starting out in contenders, but basically he is in the United States. Um, okay. A lot of the teams on the pro level are United States team, but they have a lot of international players okay. on the team. And what school is your son in? Northwood. <laughs> <laughs> well, see, you got two, so I didn't know if that was for the oldest boy or, you know, so... But Northwood, okay, and he he enjoys it. What what got him into esports? Well, I always go back to when we were going on the cruise, and Katrina was coming, and he had Leapster, 
And gotcha. I put it, I go all the way back down. Like that's where this started. The Leapster. Mm-hmm. Um, then the Xbox came into play and game. Well, we missed Game Boy. Um, and then he started getting good. Now, my children were very regimented when it came to playing video games because they were straight A students. Right. And I was falling into, you know, what everybody was saying, you know, you're going to, your brain's going to fry all that nonsense. But it came to a point when my oldest son came to me and said, mommy, he can't do this anymore. You have to let him play. So he saw something in his brother. Yes. And reluctantly I did. And about six months later, he came to me with a contract from the contenders league for him to play with them because he was under 18. Wow. That's great. And, you know, kudos to you for having the um, foresight to, uh, allow him to do that yeah. and find something that he really enjoyed and that he was good at. You know, it's funny because I I remember, you know, you and I, like I said, been friends for years and follow each other on social media. And I would see pictures of your, uh, of your kids. Like, you know, they were always in band and uh, ROTC, you know, and I was like, wow, Q is doing something with them boys. They're going to be something special. So um, if, if, Young people are listening to this and they want to get into esports. You know, how tough is it? I know, you know, we've, we've already spoken about how competitive it is, mm-hmm. but also, you know, because a lot of kids aren't athletic, they're not Absolutely. physical. Absolutely. You know, so, um, and they don't, they can't compete in the traditional, you know, quote unquote sports. How, how should they go about getting involved in something like this? Well, first, if they're in middle school or high school, they should talk to the school about getting an esports club okay that's number one i mean and they could reach out to me and i could reach out to their principals and talk to them and i can explain to them the advantages of it and how they can set the club up because i am a certified club organizer okay Uh, i'm also certified in mental health which is a big topic and when you feel like that when you feel left out of something you're missing a part of you Esports brings Absolutely. you in, and I still feel like everything else. You have to be balanced. You know, you just right. don't do fifteen hours of esports. No, no, you don't do that. But when you want to be good, you have to put the work in, just like any other traditional sport. I'm sure. But I, I'm sure. I would definitely say start with the schools. If your school doesn't have it, work on your game, work on your skill. Try to get into the contenders leagues. You know, because they do have a tier four, which is open and you can just get your feet wet, figure out how you're going to play with them. You'll see how they are doing. Watch the pros streaming. You'll learn how to play by watching the pros. Okay, so you said people can reach out to you. Tell us exactly how we can get in contact with you. Your email, you have socials. Why don't you give us that information so people who are listening and want to get their kids or any kid that wants to get involved, they can reach out to you. I am. Um, bridging esports on all social socials and my email is bridging esports at gmail.com so bridge as in a bridge as in a bridge so it's bridging esports at gmail or bridging esports on all socials all right so folks if you're out there and you're listening and you have a child or you know we have any young men or women out there um yeah just reach out and get that information um this is it's really something that I, I have been wanting to speak to somebody about for a long time because, you know, it, it's just so many other things that our kids can do. Um, w- what's the ratio like male and female? 
Well, it's a male dominant is definitely male dominant. There's no question. But the women are really starting to get in, in there. There are some very safe spaces for women or those who identify with being female. One is called okay. Game Hers. It's G-A-M-E-H-E-R-S. They okay, also have hers. a fantastic um, Discord. And they play games on there. And, you know, it's only females or who, you know, those identify as that, that are on that, you know, Discord channel. Wow. That's that's great. That's interesting. Um, let me ask you this. So when when you're doing this, like, you know, so we, we keep talking about gaming and what what specific games are like the, the ones that they compete in? Because I know there's thousands of different titles out there. You know, there's sci-fi, there's war games, there's sports. Is there any specific genre that they have to play in when they're doing competitions? Oh, no, no, no. You got NBA 2K. You got, you know, all of okay. that. Rocket League is a, is a is like a top one. League of Legends, Overwatch. Um, there are at least 30 titles out there that you can compete in, but wow. it's not only about competing. Okay. Mm-hmm. Yes. That nucleus is the player, but everybody got to get them there. So you have broadcasters. There are lawyers that are in esports. There are doctors that are in esports. Okay. There are so many different jobs that you can get. Um, being a content creator. That could be a part right. of esports because you're streaming your games or, you, you know, you're helping stream the games. You could be a videographer. There are hundreds and hundreds and hundreds of jobs. And something interesting happened with my son when he was my older son, when he was in um, mm-hmm. an internship. He they asked him to do the robotic arm and he was like, oh, all right, he did it. And the robotic arm, you use a controller. Sure. So that's another job that you can do. So he was already familiar with it and he, he just led into yeah. that. That's amazing. I, you know, and you don't think about it. I mean, so there are so many employment opportunities for young people to get there into. There are, it. and every single military branch has an esports. Wow. Well, I'm, I guess that makes sense too, because you got the drone operators now and, you yeah. know, people in those positions. So that would make a lot of sense. So that actually answers some of my um, questions I was going to ask, because I was wondering, let's say, you know, you concentrate, you know, your high school career and your collegiate career and all you're doing is esports, and then you just grow tired of it. What type of jobs does that translate to? Well, here's one that's going to really blow your mind. FAA. FAA. Think about it. You play a map. Right. And what do That's you look right. at when you're looking for the planes? You're looking at a map. Absolutely. So air traffic controllers Absolutely. and jobs yep. like that. Wow. See, <laughs> this is what I mean. Like, it's so broad and a lot of people just don't know about it. I mean, this and is great. So thank this is you. What I'm doing. I, I appreciate, I appreciate you. you having me because, like you said, people don't know. Um, I, I just got reached out by a gentleman in Spain who asked me to do something for their parents. Right. Wow. What would you be doing for their well, parents? I'm going to explain to them esports and the benefits of it, you know, the careers, the opportunities, because they want to come to the United States to play. Wow. Okay. So you also, from what I understand, you go around and you give lectures yes. about esports Absolutely. as well. Now, are these um, business conferences or are they scholastic conferences? They are both. They're what? both. I, I, I do stuff in the schools. I do stuff in the library. 
you know, yeah. Wow. And okay. I'm going to Vegas in February. Now, are you going to lose money or are you going to... I'm going... I'm go, no, no, no. I'm going to go do a little, you know, be on the panel. Um, but <laughs> Vegas is really up okay. on esports. They're, they got it. They got it right. right. Well, yeah, I know. I've, I've seen something in the... Um, I forget the name of the uh, center, the media center. And I know that's where they have a lot of their tournaments. And you see people from all over. I mean, that's that's just... And Alexa. I really... You, Say again. The Lexer has the, their um, arena. Oh, so it's the Lexer mm-hmm. Hotel. Wow, you know <laughs> this is so this is so mind blowing to me. I I don't you know I'm not feigning like you know, <laughs> I, I it just really is because like I said I'm a traditional coach. You know I'm basketball, football, those are my sports. You know, and I still coach in that. And I was talking to some of my other partners from um, the Golden Wings Academy. And I told them that you were going to be coming on today and they were excited because one of them has two young kids who are, they, they love it. And they're also into track and field. And, you know, his son is a competitive soccer player on different clubs, but his gaming is his relaxation. So, you know, this is really great information. So uh, once again, um, give us all your info. I'm going to make sure that people reach out. Um, this will be up on YouTube. Of course, you can listen on all the major podcast platforms. Um, we're on Instagram. We're on Twitter. We're trying to garner a big mm-hmm. following. Um, you know, our YouTube channel, the Golden Wings Podcast. So give your information where people can reach out and where can they tune in and, and watch some of the games. Some of the parents, they want to see if it's safe, you know, things like that. Well, Bridging, Bridging Esports at gmail.com and at Bridging Esports on all socials. And you could just turn into Twitch. Twitch is really a good platform to see the gaming right. world. You know, Twitch came out of um, Justin TV. Remember Justin TV? Absolutely, so, yeah. Twitch is a spinoff from that. And okay. Twitch came in. Twitch came in time when our broadband was horrible, and everybody could get on Twitch, and then they could compete. Gotcha. Makes sense. It makes sense. So, hey, Q, I want to thank you so much for doing this. Um, first of all, it's great seeing you. Um, I hope that we can connect again in the future, and I hope the people that are tuning into this reach out and, and get more information on this and uh, realize oh, that there are a lot of opportunities in this industry. Absolutely. Absolutely, Q. And as things, all the best to you and the family. Thank you. But as things revolve around here, you know, I'll be more than happy to come back and tell you all the new things that are happening. Oh, we definitely appreciate that. Once again, folks, Karen Q. Smith, Kenyonis Smith, and, uh, you know, reach out to her. Get that information, parents and kids, and be a good way to pay for school. That's for Absolutely. sure. Absolutely. Thank you so much, Q. All right. Thank Always you. Have a good, good day. talking to you. You as well. Bye-bye. Make sure to follow us as we'll be hosting informative conversations with young athletes all over the country, as well as coaches from the high school, college, and pro level.